everyone. Welcome to this episode of Amateur Hour, a podcast where amateur writers from across the country discuss important topics from the equestrian community. Thank you for tuning in. We're back. Boo! <laughs> that, was, that was not good. <laughs> We're back. There we go. That's like really sinister though. Oh, that was like, like, like Broadway fingers, hands. Oh, I definitely got like poltergeist. Oh god! Hey guys, we have to we have well, to say our names. Maybe. Hi, I'm Claire. Do you you say me? you're about me. I thought you just said you didn't want to say about me. I, I think did. We should, for okay. recording or for editing purposes, we okay. should start over. Oh, it's funny that you <laughs> yeah. think I'm going to edit okay. that out, Olivia. I'm definitely not. <laughs> yeah, are we doing this like whole like just you know? Well, yeah, but I figured we could clean it up a little bit or something. I don't know. Uh, All right. Welcome to the new unedited amateur hour. (laughs) We're back two years later. Can't believe it. I truly don't believe it's been two years. Like, I know Kelly has explained to us about five times today how it was definitely two years ago. (laughs) But I still don't believe it. I really only remember because we did the episode after I got Hugo. So, like, that was a pretty big Mm. deal to me. So now that I'm coming up on my two-year anniversary with him, I'm, like, positive about the date. I guess it makes sense. Yeah, because I had... So Blake turned two in October. So our last episode, like, I almost fed Blake right around the time you were getting close to getting Hugo. Yep. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. Because I always know how old Violet is by how old Millie is. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Okay. We we uh, track important horse milestones by Taylor's kids' ages. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a valid way. It's wild to think that we did this podcast at a point for, like, over a year, and you did not have any kids. Oh, it, that it feels like another lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that person, I don't know who she is. <laughs> who is she? Where did she go? Someone with probably a lot more time on her hands. Yes. <laughs> she she was probably really well rested. I know she probably was a little more fun, but oh well, it's okay. You're very fun now, still. <laughs> we have so much to catch up on. So much. I know. Where do we even? Where do we even start? I feel like we ended with Hugo, so we have to start with Hugo. <gasps> I agree. Okay. Well, two years later, let's see. He's six now. He's going to be seven in March, which he was four when I, I got him. Was... Yes, such a baby. This is crazy. Yeah. I know. Hard to believe. Uh, in November, we did our first show in the adults. So huge milestone. Oh, really? uh, so proud. Thank you. Yeah, it was amazing. I just, I can't believe it. I mean, he had never done any shows ever when I got him so so yeah that was pretty incredible and actually gosh two three weeks two and a half weeks from now we horse show again where are you going uh we are gonna show in Waco Texas yeah just a quick drive down from Dallas so I'm pretty excited to get back out there winter is like the best time to ride in Texas I'm convinced ugh 
What's the why? What's the temperature? Cause it's terrible um, here. Don't say, don't say it. Don't even say it. <laughs> it's like low 60s, like mid 50s. Shut up. <laughs> uh, shut your mouth. <laughs> Kelly, just get out of here. I'm so done with this. Oh my god. Kelly, we're so supposed nice. to get a foot of snow in a couple of days. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Yeah, on yes, Saturday. they're saying they say it on like Sunday into Monday we're supposed to get a foot of snow. Am I going to get in snowed into Florida and not able to get home? There yes. are worse things that could happen. <laughs> this is true. I'm supposed to fly home on Sunday night. I'm not going to cry for either. Whoa, of you, okay? Wait, wait, Taylor, why are you going to Florida? I'm going to horse show. I, yeah. Tater's down in Florida because uh, he is a, a fair weather friend. Um, I prefer not to have the hot potato that emerges in the in the, <laughs> in the winter. So he's, he's going down for half of the season, so not too long. But I'm really excited to get three to four weekends of showing under my belt. And, uh, yeah, I'm really excited. So this will be my first time. I'm going down Friday, lessening, showing Saturday, Sunday haven't jumped in like i don't know since before christmas so <laughs> we're just winging it as as we normally do and so. you'll do amazing you're oh. like the best person at winging it <laughs> that i that i know thank I, you i definitely couldn't do that i do feel like we need to for you know just in case someone's listening who didn't watch um speaking of taylor and showing this fall Something pretty exciting happened with Taylor showing. You just um, say I can't. I can't get this. this. <laughs> um, it was uh, definitely a bucket list item. Something that I never thought, like in my wildest dreams, actually would happen. But um, Cam and I were reserve champion of the three three younger amateur owners at um, Harrisburg. So. <laughs> yeah, it was uh it still feels extremely surreal. So that was definitely like one of those um just moments that I'll never forget and uh he's the horse of a lifetime. So it was uh amazing. I I still get like emotional talking about it. So I guess it doesn't feel real. But um it was crazy. Yeah, it was kind of like a, okay, let's go. It was all of our first time at indoors, like even the horses. So it was <laughs> it was pretty amazing. Um, thank you for bringing it up, well, Claire. Well, you rode incredibly. Watching you was, I shouldn't admit this, but I was like fully at work at one point. I, did, I, didn't, have, <laughs> I didn't have something that I was doing, but the speech therapist I shared office with kept being like, what are you doing? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm typing notes. Don't worry about it. She like, is that a horse? No, it's a note. <laughs> it's a note. Well, I had like my whole family, like my father-in-law was like sending me screenshots from like the live feed. And it was just so, so cute. Just like all the people. I mean, it, it really does. Whether you, I feel like I have kids and I know everything takes a village with kids. And I'm very lucky to have that. Right. Like, so I'm able to, was able to go and do this and like, the village that is, you know, Jenny and Nicole from my farm who, like, went down and just, like, made sure the horses felt their best and, and they made it all happen to, like, my family who not only, like, are my cheerleaders but also help me with the kids and, like, make sure everything's organized. And it's just, like, I'm so, so lucky to have all these people corral around me and they're, like, 
go. Like, you got this. And because otherwise, like, I, I don't know what I would have done because it's, it's a lot. So, um, I'm just, thank your people. Like, even if you're just like going to like the barn, like just, or whatever, just, just thank them. Even if you have, you know, dogs, cats, whoever's letting them out, watching them for you. Like, ah, yeah, they're amazing. I remember discussing it with you, gosh, just a few weeks before it feels like, and you weren't even sure you were going to be able to go. And then mm-hmm. when you did tell us you were going to go, you were so excited. We were so excited for you. And yeah, talk about a fairy tale ending. Yeah, it, it for sure was. It was an amazing experience. So I, I wish it was a little bit closer because just I, I could have just sat there and watched all day. Like, oh my gosh, being able to watch like that caliber just of horse and rider and all these different divisions. Um it's I guess it's kind of also like when I go down to Wellington I just like to watch and just learn and like That's take like it all the best, in. That mm-hmm. is the best part is just seeing everybody be like so perfect. You oh. like the, you go to like horse shows that aren't wef and you're like oh okay like I <laughs> I fit in. <laughs> but then you go to wef and like nobody makes a mistake. Um but it's like yeah, just like endless lessons, like watching people ride and people in the warm up ring. And I'm like, it's can wild. I just absorb some of this juju? Like, can I just, can it just like come over to me, please? Did but, Did um, you see any horse crushes yeah. there? Like any famous horses? Yes. Uh, actually, there was a horse in my class who um, she uh, Martha, and now I'm like completely having like mom brain private practice he was Mm -hmm. he was champion in my division and that horse is just like he's so stunning (laughs) and she rides him so well and uh i didn't realize though that he was smaller like like tater i always like he is such a big presence like watching him go you know on um on Mm -hmm. video and so seeing him like in real life and up close and personal like he's so cute (laughs) (laughs) like squeeze him and uh, who else did I see? I mean, every every horse was stunning. Like, but um, yeah, seeing private practice up close that was pretty cool. Okay, so you saw him up close. Yeah, that's cool. But you were literally reserved champion to like the private practice. <laughs> <laughs> like, can we just put that into perspective for a moment, yes. please? <laughs> um, yes, that's. Uh, I literally have no words for it. I'm very lucky to have Cam as my partner. So, Now, Olivia, I think you have something pretty amazing to talk about that we definitely didn't get to talk about two years ago. I'm not sure what you're referring to because I feel like I have a lot of things to say. Riding Violet! Oh, I oh, thought yes. you were going to say getting married. Oh, well, like that too. <laughs> I did too. But not as cool. <laughs> I mean, sorry. <laughs> Your wedding okay. was beautiful. Yeah. Kelly, Kelly has, was beautiful, and it was a lot of fun. John does not listen to him. He will not be offended. Um, plus I feel he like knows, John would He knows my it. stance on the horses, so... <laughs> okay, I have exciting things to say. One, I got married, which was... Ooh wild it was very cool i'm so happy it's over and i will never plan another wedding ever again 
<laughs> it was perfect. And we were that all together. Yes. We were all and together. And we were all together. Two, I got to spend my first winter down in Florida with my horse, Julia. Oh, yeah. I always yes. forget that this is our podcast and people know my horse's name. So I spent, <laughs> I spent the winter down in Wellington with Julia doing dressage. And I did my first rated dressage show, and I got my ass kicked, and I got <laughs> eliminated one day. That that was so bad. Oh, it wasn't your I, fault. I forgot the, about that just until now. But it was it was such a good experience. I like totally forgot that there was like that little negative bit, and I can elaborate that like on that subject at a later date. Um, and then we came home from Florida, and. I rode Violet. I guess I kind of backed her a little bit. And then we sent her off to training with our dressage trainer for five months. And I've walked, trotted, cantered her. And she's so much more comfortable than Julia, which is all that we ever hoped for. And she's so much easier, too. She's just... She's... She's wiggly, but she's such, like, a simple ride, um, which is, like, such a treat after like just struggling on Juliet for so many years um but yeah those are all my exciting things that's I have a to say. lot of exciting lot. things I mean well and I think sorry I think it's exciting that you're riding her but also she's like turning four like that is like the most I, exciting age for like mm-hmm. a hunter jumper horse I feel like Cause it's like okay now it's getting real like yes let's do it we had this podcast in 2019 right yes it yeah. was, like, before she even, like, was a th- pregnant. Like, yes. even yeah. before Juliet was ever pregnant, even uh-huh. though she's only pregnant for eight days, but still. So, still- in the evolution of this podcast, I had a completely unpregnant horse <laughs> to a pregnant horse to a surrogate mare, and now my little baby is turning four in April. Julia and I have, like, a similar um, timeline with our children. <laughs> And me being pregnant because I was not pregnant, and then we both were pregnant. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Well, for those who don't know, um, Taylor's first child was born seven days before Violet, so it's very easy to know what age she is. Thank you for clarifying. Yes. Because she's an April Fool's Day baby, mm-hmm. and, and Violet was on the seventh, and Juliet's oh. on the fifth. We're very close together. All good birthdays. It feels like so long. It was so long ago, but it wasn't. But oh my gosh. Like, this podcast is bringing so many beings into the world. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was Hugo born? Hugo wasn't born when we were doing our podcast. Wait, or no. Was Wait. he born in 2018? 2019? No, because no. he's going to be seven this year. Oh yeah, sorry. I was thinking for. No, he's he the was... same age. He's he's like a similar age to my kid. You're right. Mm-hmm. And she was alive because I got onto Instagram because I was spending so much time. She would only nap in the car, mm-hmm. and I was spending so much time sitting in the car, like turned off, like while she napped, that I ended up getting an Instagram so I'd have something to do because I was so <laughs> bored. <laughs> And that's how I met all of you. I love Aww. that's your Instagram origin story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I mean, I have, I can't, I can't even tell you guys the amount of time I spent, 
again, motor off, but just sitting in my old garage at my old house while she napped in the back seat, like scrolling on Instagram. And then one day I was like, I mean, my horse is cute. And I made an Instagram and that was the beginning. MD Adult Amy. Yeah. MD Adult Amy. And I didn't even realize that that name. So then I loved that name so much. Sorry, this is actually, I loved that name. So I made it my Peloton name. And someone DM'd to me asking about, like, amateur adult videos. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, not, I was what's like, your, I don't do I What's don't your do only fan? <laughs> yeah, basically. I was like, oh, not that kind of adult yammy. And I, like, Ew. I mean, I thought it was, uh, yeah, I thought it was hilarious. But I, that night, was like, well, I'm changing. So I changed my Peloton first. To the best Peloton name ever, which was Plutoton. I like that one. Uh, and then I was like, well, it's okay for my Instagram because people know, people get it. And then my husband, Josh, was like, people do not get it. He was like, your friends get it. <laughs> That's what matters. So I, I changed it. Yeah. I was like, my friends get it. And then a bunch of people thought I was like a physician, like MD. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah. And I was like, no, Maryland. Mm. Anyway, that, I love that username, but it was a hot mess, to be honest. You had a lot of explaining to do. I, I had to explain a lot of things to a lot of people. Like, no, I can't do surgery. No, I don't do videos either. <laughs> well, Kelly and I are the only ones with our original usernames. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do think that we need to peer pressure Kelly into changing her. You were waffling, like going back and forth a bit at one point. I was, and I actually created an account with the name <gasps> yes. Dapper Dutch. I because remember, I yes, didn't, just yeah, I didn't want it, it to get mm-hmm. taken. Uh, you know what? I actually put a poll up on my story, and I got people's feedback, and overwhelmingly, um, people thought that I should keep keep the original, stick with the hunky Hanoverian. I mean, I still have Rio, of course, so... But I do think that everyone probably thinks that Hugo is also a Hanoverian, and that's fine. He's not, but that's fine. (laughs) I was talking to somebody about Rio the other day. Um, Probably not for the reason you think. We were talking about horses doing, like, not knowing their own Mm. size. (laughs) I was like, my friend's horse has rubbed his butt so vigorously on the side of the barn that he's broken the boards, (laughs) not once, but twice. Oh, I think he's up to, like, four or five times now of things that he has broken in my parents' barn, oh, like, accidentally with his body. His big old butt. Oh. So, I actually rode him on Saturday. I don't think I told y'all that. I think I saw on your story. Um, you were, yeah. I saw you were going to go trail yeah. riding. It was How good. Was I mean, he spooked at, like, five things. Um, <laughs> but he's, like, the... The, like, like jump in place and, like, you know, freeze kind of spooker. That's, yeah. That's how Julia yeah, is. Yes, thankfully. So that was fine. I mean, because my mom rides him, which still makes me nervous. Not because he's bad, but because he's so big. Um, yeah. But, yeah. No, he is he's that kind. And, yes, I actually had to ask a little girl that was like dragging her scooter behind her and she had a sparkly like satchel um oh i i had to very um kindly ask the mom and daughter to please stop moving 
because he was getting very, um, I was getting a little concerned about my safety. But once she stopped, uh, we were able to pass by. So, no, he's, he's a good trail horse. He's just a little bit of a baby. This is, like, reminding, like, us just talking is, like, bringing back all these memories of things that we used to talk about. And I remember, or for those who don't remember or don't know, Kelly's parents live in, like, an equestrian neighborhood, kind of. Oh, it's a dream. And there's a trail, but it has a sidewalk. <laughs> and the sidewalk used to be such a big... T- uh, topic of conversation on this podcast Mm -hmm. because he did not like the sidewalk. It was the sidewalk going over the bridge. Yeah, I remember that. Because I remember when we visited your parents' house, you were specifically like, that's the bridge. (laughs) (laughs) That's the the troll, uh, the trolls uh, that eat horses bridge, um, according to Rio, yes. And he will go over it um, as long as another horse goes first. But he's he's he never got brave enough. I was really trying to get him to be able to trail ride by himself. And it just never, you know, I could make him do it, but it'd be a fight for both of us. And and mm-hmm. potentially I would fun. get injured like it was just so. But as long as he goes um, with the other horse that lives at our house, he's fine. Well, and you were going bareback there for a little <laughs> while, too, which I thought was, like, extremely brave, given how big he is. Yeah, maybe not my smartest decision. <laughs> like, quite often. It wasn't, like, yeah. a one-off thing. That was so kindly worded. <laughs> like, that was very brave of you. Oh, God, you couldn't know. You could not pay me. Like, first of all, it hurts. And <laughs> Rio is actually pretty comfortable. But yeah, it's, it, you know, at my parents' house, that's where I grew up. And so I I grew up riding on those trails bareback, you know, on albeit much safer horses and much closer to the ground horses. But something about being there, it just kind of gives me that like, oh, I, I got this. Um, poor decision making skills um, of a teenager, probably. I get I get that. There is something about, like, returning to your childhood home that makes you a little bit, makes all of us a little bit less uh, adult, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Claire, I think you're the only one who hasn't really chimed in about what you've been up to these uh, past two years. I think you guys all know it's because I I have no, I don't know. I can't remember anything that's happened in two years. Uh <laughs> I still have a child, so yay! <laughs> uh, That's great. So, so I'm knocking it out of the park. Congratulations! Thank you. Um, oh, okay. So I guess I should come clean to uh, all of the listeners that I like fully could not remember anything that happened, and so the other three had to send me. Reminders of things that I've done in the past three years. So here are some of their suggestions. <laughs> one one person suggested that I change jobs, which I did. So that's a big thing. Uh, I'm still an OT, but in a different setting. And another person <laughs> reminded me I did a big trip to Europe, which is amazing. And was mm-hmm. yeah, and it was really it was incredible. It was really awesome. Um, it's the sort of thing that I could do more often if I didn't have horses. <laughs> 
Oh, tell us about it. Amen. Uh, other than that, I mean, honestly, it's been a lot of Pluto's still a good old guy. He's honestly, he's like so much more tolerant than I have any right for him to be. I had it. He'd been getting ridden. You know, the weather had been bad and I'd been traveling and I'd been sick and just all these different reasons. So he had been getting ridden kind of sporadically by my trainer. I hadn't really been riding. I got on and had a lesson and that that dum-dum was like foot perfect like found every distance like perfect pace my friend who was riding with me who was listening with me was like are you sure you haven't ridden in a month and you guys i had no right for him to be such a good guy and he was just he was just being a pluto um but yeah everything's kind of the same here just i'm getting like more wrinkles and i have to get my hair highlighted more often now <laughs> other than that oh and you've been playing lots and lots of tennis i've been playing a lot of tennis mm-hmm. um i really <laughs> i'm very competitive <laughs> and so i keep playing with my friends and they're like wow you're really competitive and I'm like yep but it's okay guys because they keep being my friends so so it's all fine <laughs> oh we did a, a little like gym gymkhana at the barn Oh, I saw that. That looked like so much fun. It was such a blast. Again, people were surprised that I'm very competitive. I would, like, win the classes, and there would be, like, maybe a couple of children. And I say children. They were, like, teenagers in the class. And I was like, I don't don't let other people win. Um, So my friends were like, you're very competitive. Uh, Which is a theme of my life, of people being surprised how how much I like to win. Uh, but it was a blast. We did, like, a trotting race that Pluto was really surprisingly good in. Um, we also won a class where you had... It was like you had to carry a little miniature pumpkin on a spoon. Like, what trot canner, and even I went over, like, some mm-hmm. cross rails. Pluto was perfect. He won. He was the real winner. Wait, I want to know how Taylor knew about this, and this is the first I'm hearing about this. Yeah, same. She posted it on her um, Instagram. Yeah, I did. We must have just missed it yeah, that day or something. Yeah, but we talk all the time. You never, like, mentioned it? I don't... I probably thought I'd already <laughs> mentioned it. <laughs> okay, but to be fair, this was the first I ever heard of Dapper Touch. <laughs> no way, because it was like a, it was like a yeah. poll, and she even asked us about it. Like, should I change it? It's on every hashtag no, I, like, of every one of my posts. <laughs> I was, when you said that, I was like, was that a Finsta I wasn't a part of? <laughs> I hate that feeling, though. Can we talk about that, where you get that feeling, uh, like, in real life, where you're like, oh, am I, like... Did somebody just say something and it's like I'm I was left out and they forgot and now like Did you guys start I, like a Finsta without me and now you're like letting it slip on the podcast? Wait, do like is that something that teenagers still do, by the way? Do they like still create Finstas? I don't know. I don't know. I don't I feel like kids just post everything on on TikTok and they have like they're it's like not in the, their name. And then they'll have like a regular account too, but they're like not private. Oh. I don't know. Uh, I get a I get a lot of horse kids down in Florida TikToks on my 
on my account, you know, the TikToks that make you feel really bad about where you are. <laughs> yeah, like I, can't, I can't understand how they talk. Like, I don't know what, like, phantom tax means and, like... What? Phantom what? Tax. I, I, I hear all stuff and, like, what, what's that silly dance that kids do now? Silly dance? D- the... Oh my god, it'll come to me. I think my TikTok's very different. Oh. I have one where people will like spill these like deep dark secrets. I'm like, you could not torture that out of me. <laughs> like, are you? But then it ends me? up being a book or like a teaser for a book. No, that's I I I think I disliked enough of those. Like I oh. quick swiped enough of those. It didn't give me those anymore. Um, although, although I am very suspicious of book talk after some of the books i read this we year. can't even go there that just got oh. real weird for me like first i was like wow and then i was like mm, like can, i wish there was a way to like like reverse like reverse on tiktok Wait, what what book got really weird for you taylor yeah i think we need no more. it wasn't like one book it was like all of a sudden i'm like you know there are all these little book talk things and then it's just kind of like now you have to say it. I'm scared. <laughs> what is so, happening? It just got so sexual. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and uh, you know it's an algorithm, right, Taylor? <laughs> it wasn't. It heard me asking Kelly about, about a series. And then after we talked about it, it just started sending me like all this stuff and i was like i just need to like clear my feed because like i have dan like looking over my shoulder like what is happening and, wait like, was this when we were talking about akatar oh yes. yeah that makes sense that tracks oh <laughs> uh, yeah it got okay. real weird real fast i think i need to read those people talk about them all the time i haven't read them you are gonna hate it i liked the first two you were right the third was like Bleh. and now the fourth i can't even <sighs> but I really liked the first one. I really did. Yeah, uh, yeah, but but don't tell Claire to read it because then I'm gonna have to hear about how awful it is. <laughs> you know how much you hated um, that ever uh, like. Oh, you can't say that on the podcast. <laughs> oh, sorry. You can. She stands by that decision. Like y- you would. And here's why. <laughs> like some of these characters, you would. This is turning into like book book talk. So you, yeah, like we could talk about it offline. You wouldn't. Some of these characters, you just would like. Be like ah. All right, you guys have convinced me. I'm gonna read it. Kelly, get ready for some text messages. <laughs> sorry. Oh giddy. Okay, Olivia, I want you to tell us because honestly, I don't remember, and that's making me feel bad. Um, why did you get eliminated in your dressage show? What happened? It's so funny because I really, truly did forget as well <laughs> until I was like, I I did two rated dressage shows. So this was back in, in March. It was actually over um, <laughs> the holidays in March. St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> It was over St. Patrick's Day. I was showing on Friday and Sunday. So on Friday, um, we I show up and, you know, I had to do a, a crash course and, like, getting, like, my USD membership, like, the night before. And, like, there was a fiasco with getting, like, my flu rhino form. 
because mm. it didn't have like the lot number on it. So I was kind of already a mess. And um, I don't know how many of you are uh, experts at putting spurs on, uh, but apparently I am not one of them. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. now, Kelly? So when I come out of, or let me back up. When I'm about to go into the ring, you know, there's like a steward at each ring. Some of them are like volunteers and some of them are like the actual like Yusef like stewards. And I had an actual Yusef steward and she was being kind of a stickler. Mm. And she like looked at me and was like, are you nervous? And I was like, oh, like it's like my first like rated dressage show. Like, he um like i don't i don't really like do dressage like i kind of do but not really um and so i go into the ring and i have like a pretty good test so i was very proud of it and i come out of the ring and you know they're doing their check like you can't have earplugs in under the bonnet so they take the bonnet off and look in their mouth and they like measured the length of my whip and <laughs> They looked at my spurs. And I think this lady was just going hard on me because I said that it was my first time. And it turns out that my left spur was upside down. And Ooh. so I was eliminated. And I was like, oh, I don't get like first timers. Like, we'll forget about it. You don't get a mulligan. No. But yeah. <laughs> no, I was just straight up eliminated. And so I have, like, the Steuben, like, soft roller spurs. And, like, honestly, they're practically decoration. I was going to say, I bet they were, like, the softest, like, tiniest spurs. And I'm sure it didn't even matter. Yeah. Wait, I'm pulling up a picture right now because I'm pretty sure I have the same ones. Yeah, it's, like, the Steuben, like, the tiniest little, like, roller ball one. And it's the ball that, that goes... Uh, horizontal. Okay, so is the only way she was able to tell that they were upside down is based on, like, the where you thread the leather through? No. The ball was pointing slightly up. Oh, I see now which one you must have been using. I don't even know how she could tell because it was... I mean, it's such a tiny little spur and there's barely any angle on them. But it was just the tiniest bit. Um, and so I got eliminated. And I know how to put my spurs on correctly now. Because I basically wasted a lot of money. I'm so sorry. <laughs> did you at least get your... It's okay. Did you get your test back? Did Yes, I did. Well, that's good. Um, I don't remember what place I would have came in if... Mm-hmm. Because down in Florida, they combine everybody. Like, even if you're, like, a junior or an amateur or an open rider, like, if you're doing the same test. So, like, there's no chance of me ever winning against, like, a professional dressage rider down in Florida. Why would they not have, like, junior, amateur, like, pro divisions? I don't know. That's weird, right? I don't know. Because it's, like, it, like, says, like, your title like next to your name but they don't split up the division that's at least not at white white fences where we were but maybe it's different global but we didn't show there last year Hmm. that Um, story is like as infuriating now as it was the first time i heard it i like don't even care now you know i just had like such a good time Mm -hmm. and like i was just so proud of like 
how far we had come. And, like, I had no plan to horse show while I was down there. Like, I took my jacket down, like, just in case and, like, brought white pants just in case. But, like, I had no plan to do that. Definitely not rated. I only did rate it because it, like, was on a weekend that I was there and it was basically the end of circuit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that... I think that, I mean, it, it's, you had a great time. Like, I think that worked out really well. Like, it worked out fine for you. But I just think that, like, there's so much in the horse show world that is, like, poor horse welfare. And, like, I, checking yes. that that tiny little spur is upside down. It's like, is that really, that's, that was, I mean, is that really in the interest of horse welfare? No, not really. Like, it wasn't hurting right. the horse. And then it makes all other horse welfare I feel like that's how horse shows do, right? Like, yes, th- there is yeah. a real issue, but instead of addressing it in any sort of meaningful way, they're like, let's do the stupidest thing ever and, like, cost people money. Like, I got, ooh, I got safe, like, ah. Uh, so I, oh, my no. gosh, I forgot about this. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> I forgot about this. Something did happen in the past two years. I was in Switzerland. Oh, my gosh, I'm so mad. I was in Switzerland. I got an email from, like, the safe sport people that I hadn't redone my training. You guys, I'm like a mandated oh. reporter. I am like, I keep up with all of this stuff. Uh, I have never not kept up with safe sport. And so I emailed them. I was like, uh, excuse me. And they were like, yeah, you, yours expired. I'm just making up the dates because I can't remember the exact dates. But basically yours expired June 1st. And on June 2nd, without redoing your training, you were in a horse show. So you need to pay us $300 and do your safe sport training. And I was like, well, I'm sorry, like, I didn't see the emails. I would, I've always stayed up on that. You know, I, I take it seriously. Like, could you, is it possible you could waive the fee and I'll do the trainings? And they're like, we need you to do the trainings regardless. But no, like, you know, they're like, we'll escalate it. So I'm in Switzerland. I'm like, I'm out of the country. I'll do it as soon as I get home. I don't have access to a computer. Like, I didn't bring a computer to Europe. So I get home and literally, like, so I get home, like, three days later. Literally, like, the day I get home, I get an email from them. It's like, oh, we turned it down. Like, we we decided that you do have to pay us $300. And we noticed that you haven't even done your training yet. So we know that you're not serious about this. And I wrote back, and I was like, I I got home. Actually, I'm halfway through this three-hour training, and I only even got home yesterday. Oh, I forgot about this maddening. Yeah, and so they were like, if you don't pay the $300 in, like, it was, like, 14 days. And I'm, I'm saying 300 it actually might have been more. It was so much money. I just remember being like, that's a ridiculous amount of money. Um, then you are going to be suspended from Yousef. And I was so angry. I, I told my husband, I was like, I'm just going to get suspended from Yousef. I'm just going to stop doing Yousef. Like, this is, this is literally taking something that could be helpful to the, something that could be helpful to people and to the industry and weaponizing it. Like, they have taken safe sport, which I play tennis. Tennis is under safe sport as well, but it's not weaponized, so people don't hate it. People don't make jokes about it. Like, I asked a tennis coach about it, and he was like, it's just common sense. Like, why would I care about it when it's just saying, if I'm texting a child, I should include their parent on the text? Of course I should. But they don't make it so you have to do these trainings. They don't They don't make these ridiculous fees. Like, it's not weaponized the way that Yousef has weaponized safe sport, and it's Oh, okay. I could obviously go on and on, but like, as you can tell, still very angry. I, I was going to ask because, you know, I'm, you, you know, compete like in tennis, but so you don't have to do any training? No, there's like no safe sport training. And so people don't have this like bitter taste in their mouth about safe sport. You know how in the horse world, people are always making weird jokes about safe sport. 
And like, if it, maybe, maybe you guys don't see this, but sometimes people would be like, oh, I need to adjust your spur. Don't save sport me or whatever. But uh, in the tennis world, there's nothing like that. People, because you don't have to do the trainings, it's, it's just, it's, I mean, I keep saying this, but like, I really feel like Yusef has weaponized it. I feel like Yusef, I, I'm so bad at Yusef right now. I feel like Yusef goes out of their way just to like make money. And like, it's not concerned with horse welfare. It is just right now like cash grabbing. And I think it's a problem. Sorry, I know we were trying to stay lighthearted, but... I, no, I mean, I think we could, uh... This could be a full-on, <laughs> like, rant on another episode. But, yeah. Yeah, that And was, we cannot oh. emphasize enough that, like, we believe in safe sport. It is, oh like, yeah, it, well, a that's... great thing. But this is, like... This was an honest mistake, and this is, like, a great opportunity for Yusuf to be like, yeah, like, it was a mistake. Like, no, you don't need to pay us, like, this insane amount of money, like, for whatever they're going to put it towards. Right, and I, I have publicly defended Safe Sport. You can look. I mean, they could easily have, like, looked at my record of always staying on top of the trainings. It was an honest mistake. I had even checked to see if I had a safe sport training due. And I checked in, like, April and hadn't seen one, and then it came up in, like, May or whatever, just because yeah. of when I... You never got an email, right? Yeah. Like, I, ne- I never got an email. And then they... I even checked my, like, deleted folders. I checked my I checked my spam. I checked every folder. I never had one. And I said that to them, and they were like, oh, it says you opened it. And I was like, but I, I never... Because if I had seen that, I would have just done the training. Like, I... I take like abuse very seriously. I take I took safe sport very seriously. Like uh, I it was and it was an honest honest mistake. So to penalize me so severely, it was, was aggressive. Mm-hmm. It was aggressive. Yeah. It was needlessly aggressive. Actually, thank you for reminding me. I have yeah. not gotten an email, but I just logged on to my dashboard and safe sport is due by the twentieth. I just logged on as well to see when mine was due. April 27th. Yeah, because I don't have $300 to give to Yousef for for being a day late. Right. I mean, I just, I would would be like, fine, I'm not not showing. Mine's March 15th, so I'm good for now. That's my birthday. That's the day that I showed this, or last year, and got eliminated. (laughs) Was on your birthday, so how on special? On my birthday. <laughs> Wait, I have so a question special. for everyone. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's like a two-year thing. So, and I know what Kelly's is going to be, or at least it better be what I think it's going to be. We we haven't talked in like two years on the podcast, and I'm just curious. And this is like because I'm so happy that we don't have like sponsors right now or anything. <laughs> what's the best? Doesn't have to be the biggest. What's like the best horsey thing you've bought? Like apparel. Like equipment, it can't be a horse. Obviously, I know Hugo, but like, I want to know what the best is. Like, what you're just, ah, I love it. Okay, what I know it? mine right off the top of my head. What? Um. So I like love traditional tack. Yeah. And like, I don't like you guys know when I invented. Like, I didn't do, like wear anything crazy, anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I always ride in, like, normal braided reins. But the lady who owns my barn 
started riding in correct connect reins and they mm. have like little like dots yeah or, explain they're like little pads like mm, there'll mm-hmm. be like a pad here sorry you guys can't see my like hands for people listening like a pad here and then rain that's probably like this long mm-hmm. and then another pad so like you you can't slip your reins like mm. easily which i love to do like if i see a long spot like i sit back and slip my reins and then juliet falls on her forehand and like i she doesn't fall on her forehand nearly as much anymore and i jump and do dressage in them and they're amazing and everybody should try them out what are they called again tell me i'm gonna google the company is correct connect they have like a bunch of different types of rain so let me look up like what the style is because i do that too i let my reins get so long and i feel whenever i like shorten them to where they should be i feel awkward mm-hmm. uh, yeah so like cool you know like oh my my hands are on like the first like button right now which is like my like walking length okay number two is like my trotting on contact length number three is my like cantering or jumping around length and like my hand is always there and i am not able to let her fall on the forehand so easily unless i like totally like give my body put my body on her neck mm-hmm. okay i'm looking at them now use like the little pillow looking ones mm-hmm. yes pillow is a better word for it <laughs> yeah there are seriously guys they have like changed my riding cool I'm, I'm, I'm very passionate and i would accept a correct connect <laughs> in 2024 i know speaking of guys if you didn't like our little ad breaks in the past we are not going to do those anymore um in fact we only yeah. have 15 more minutes and then we can't put out another episode for a month because this is the free membership <laughs> um, <laughs> because yeah if you want more we need we need a we don't have sponsors um, helping support the podcast, uh, <laughs> which is, it's like an NPR drive. Like a, <laughs> yeah. No, but we're like, you know what? We're doing this because we love it. Yeah. And, right. And just taking the, but how could anyone not, how could anyone not have liked those ad <laughs> No, we are very <laughs> They were so well written. For all the sponsors they were. We, we put had. a lot of time and effort into those. Uh, it was amazing, but we, we're choosing not to do them because it was a lot of pressure and I think mm-hmm. and a, lot of, a lot of work and mm-hmm. definitely contributed to our burnout. And so this is going to be a much more casual version of the podcast. All right. Since we only have like 15 minutes left, favorite product, everybody else, mine, mine's done. Let's hear from other people. Okay, I'll go because Taylor was right. She knows exactly what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about my new saddle. Uh, I got a Renaissance saddle this year. If you have never heard of that brand, I'm not at all surprised. It's pretty new. So basically, the quick short story is um, back a few years ago, um, Bute got sold to another company, including the rights to the name. But um, Frederick Bute um, basically teamed up with Prestige, the Italian saddle company, to help them design a French-like saddle line 
So it's technically still an Italian saddle um, made in Italy, uh, but the brand is called Renaissance. Uh, people look at it all the time and they're like, wow, that looks exactly like a Butte. And I'm like, that is because Butte designed it. And it rides a lot like a Butte. I never thought, I'm dead serious, I never thought I would have another saddle that I love as much as my Voltaire. And which was made for Rio. And so it didn't end up fitting Hugo in the long run. But I absolutely love, love, love my Renaissance. And I'm so happy with it. Oh, and it's wolf locked. So I haven't had a wolf locked saddle in a really long time. And yeah, I'm in love with it. And Hugo loves it. Yay. That's it. And it matches my girth beautifully. It does. It's Mm -hmm. beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I have mine. You go. Let's hear it. I bought like a maroon show coat oh. when I was. Oh yeah, I like your maroon show coat. Okay, hang on, just hang on. Do you guys yeah, hear what that? Is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that your washing machine? The garage is open. Oh. <laughs> <Just kidding>. oh. <laughs> Claire, do you want to go and then I'll go because he's probably going to close it again. Okay, I'll go. I'll okay. Go. Um. Okay. I don't know if I actually have something that's, like, my favorite. So I'll do two things I really love. And the first one is my very old UJ. <laughs> it's a 2008. I Wait, think this I does learned... not count. I know, right? It's my favorite thing. I love it. No, no it's like, something you've recent. bought in the past two years. Claire doesn't buy things. That's her issue. I don't issue. buy things in the past two years. Honey, you had to buy some new riding clothes. No, I... No. No. How? I wear the same... Ri- you, I wear the you, same riding clothes that I've been wearing for she, since I got Pluto. She, she got a new belt from me, but I, I gave it to her. There we go. <laughs> okay, the only thing, only thing I think I've bought in the past two, I don't buy stuff. The only thing I think I've bought in the past uh, two years, no, I was given, was the belt, was Olivia's belt, and I do love it, actually. I am a little bit like a walking advertisement for it, because people will be like, I love your belt, and I'm like, thanks, it's from Marco Leathergood. You should definitely get it. It's the best. <laughs> okay, that well, counts. Thank you. I appreciate that. But <laughs> I love it. Even, okay, because I have, like, stolen things from Claire. Oh, totally. I've been she, there for like, it. Yeah. yeah what did like, you steal? Your Oakland girl. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It was oh, new in the package, that. and I and it was the same size as Juliet's, and I was like, I'm going to take this skirt. And you were like, okay. Yeah, because I never, because we'd had it for like a year. It was a sponsor gift, and I'd had it for like a year. And I, I don't I don't like change, you guys. So yeah, I, and it's such a good girth. You were totally missing out. I still ride in my Oakland you. every single day I, when I'm at home. I do, too. Yeah, you me guys too. are acting. You guys are acting like his seven-year-old professional choice girth isn't <laughs> nice or something. <laughs> you they get so they stretch for like seven oh, years. Yeah, it is. It, it's every time I'm doing my girth, I'm like, ooh, today might be the day I die. <laughs> okay, well, if I get you for Secret Santa next year, I know what's coming your way. So. <laughs> So I did get a new helmet, but I actually don't know if I like... I don't think I like it more than my old one. It just cost... Which one did you get? I got, like, a 1K. Oh, yeah. I forgot you switched. Yeah, I used to have a Charles Owen, and I loved the Charles Owen. But it was just so expensive. Did you get the wide-brim 1K? (laughs) Isn't it? Maybe not. I don't know. I I I have one, too, actually, and I don't know what I have, either. The amount of time that, like, (laughs) Kelly and I think about the things that we wear for riding... (laughs) 
<laughs> and you don't even know if your alma has a wide brim. It, it's probably standard. Is that another option? What is that sound sure. now? Why is it so loud? Why is it so loud? Are you in the garage? No, I'm in the dining room because, like, my office is under Blake's room, and she was, like, screaming, Uh, and I didn't, I don't know if she can hear me or not because we haven't recorded yet, and so I was like, I'm just going to go in the dining room so I'm not underneath her room, and it's right above the garage, so that's it. Anyway. Okay, we have eight minutes. Taylor, you have to tell us about your coat. Okay. Okay, so my thing that I bought within the past two years that I was, I've wanted one for... I don't know, like five years, six years is a we did it. burgundy. We did a podcast. Yeah, it was like yeah. a burgundy or maroon show coat. I wanted it so bad. So the first day I showed at Harrisburg, I rode in my black show coat. It's beautiful. Love it. Classic black, whatever. And I was like walking around the vendors and Charles Ancona was there. And I saw, tried on and I saw this jacket that I saw in Florida last year. And I'm like, just want it so bad and I bought it and I showed it to my trainer and 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 Jenny and Nicole were like it looks so good you have to wear it and so I actually wore it that same day in the hack and we were fifth and then I showed in it the next day and we won and I was like yes it's just this is the best feeling because I, I don't know, it's really kind of embarrassing that I feel like I'm, you know, doing something bad, like by getting, <laughs> you know, a um, non-traditional, even though to me it looks pretty traditional show coat. So yeah, I um, bought my dream coat. I uh, was reserve champion at Pennsylvania National in it. So I feel like I feel like I broke the, the burgundy coat glass seal. You totally did. You That's did. exactly what I'm about to say. Is like it was so controversial. And I remember I'm sure a lot of you, if you're an amateur, are in a very popular like amateur writer Facebook group. And there was like controversy like right afterwards posted on that group, like Burgundy Show Coats, and we're all like, Look at Taylor's coat. She was reserve champion at Harrisburg and Burgundy. <laughs> you're like the uh like you're the Lily Keenan, you know, and she like made green coats a thing in the act and that was like like controversial. Am I the only one that remembers that? It's so f- it's so funny to me that like they're beautiful, like, conservative colors, and it's just like, whoa. Yeah. People get so hung up on, like, oh, it has to be, like, so traditional. They wear bright, it has to be, like, the hunt. They wear bright red show, like, bright red coats in the hunt. Like, are we really, yeah. like, are we being, you know, bolder than they are? Like, I, I'm not worried. Well, apparently, because I was reading the rules, there's something behind that, and I don't, I know nothing about fox hunting, but, like, you get awarded, like, yeah, it's like the color, leader yeah. or something, something right? right? It's called a pink, right? I, I don't I learned, know. I don't know if that's true. I read that in a Saddle Club book literally 30 years ago. So, <laughs> so probably not. <laughs> so who's to say? I'm going to say no. There's but. a Saddle Club book where Lisa buys a show coat and she buys a red one. And Carol's like, oh my God, that's called a pink. And like, you have to earn it. And I was like, ooh, Lisa, bad move. Well, if we ever want to talk to anyone about fox hunting, I have a friend named Tara, and she fox hunts all over the U.S., so I'm sure she would come talk to us, and we could ask her all of our burning fox hunting questions. That'd be fun. (laughs) Should we wrap it up? 
I guess. I guess we should wrap it up. Our time limit on our free episode is is forcing us to finish. (laughs) I know we we have to hit hit for many hours. Yeah, we have we have to save the work that we have done. But if you guys have enjoyed this episode, we are planning on putting out one a month. So they may end up being more structured than this one was, but don't have too high expectations for us but we hope you enjoyed it yes oh wait i totally forgot to say the inspiration like why we decided to bring this back oh you should share yes. that because that was oh my really nice gosh so so hurry, okay, hurry hold on hurry. i gotta yeah hurry i gotta <laughs> find it i gotta find it somebody else get the story going while i find it because you have four minutes left okay Kick so in. kelly posted some sort of like on this day, you know, a million years... Oh, on this day, five years ago or whatever, was the first ever episode of Amateur Hour. And we, like, shared it to our story. And uh, and I think it's one of those things that, like, we all knew that people had listened, but we didn't actually know how much people cared. Anyway, Kelly, okay. Um, um, And she did say I could share this. I asked her. Her name is Jenna Frosca. Hopefully I'm saying that right on Instagram. And so she did respond to one of my, like, memory story posts. And um, she said that she loved it so much that her mom and her sister and her barnmates all used to listen. And I said, you know, that's amazing. Thank you for listening. You know, we miss making it. And um, she said, I'm sure it was so time consuming, but we cherished it. I found Amateur Hour during COVID and would listen on my drives to and from the hospital while working in the pandemic. Amateur Hour and Plaidcast were my horsey outlets when I was stuck away from the barn. The end of the year episode, the last one before you found Hugo, my sister and I listened together while wrapping Christmas presents for our mom. We had so much fun that night. And just like, I sent that to the girls right away. And I was like, guys, that was amazing. It's just so amazing that people really loved what we were doing and what we were doing was talking about what we love yeah okay that's it stay tuned um next month at some undesignated date we will put out another episode <laughs> mm-hmm. yay all right it's good to be back it really is thanks for joining us <laughs>